You have to say something, otherwise we won't know it's working. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This is this is our first shot at being boobies in suits on a podcast. I'm very nervous. How do you feel? I feel like we'll be the only two people here that entrance that you just made. Yeah. <laughs> any more listeners at that point oh I should put my shit on silent I'm oh, bad at this already we're really bad at this sorry guys yeah but it's 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 personable get out of the shoes, it's, of the shoes. It's, it's, it's personable though like we're we're you know imperfection is what we, like oh thanks that's the dog more. and there's also a cat so yeah. stay, you know Rogan no Foo Fighters, like Dave Grohl. It's not about you. Who is, of course, a, a very interesting human being. Dave Grohl. I'm, I'm still going here. Power through. Yeah, I'm head down, power through. Dave Grohl says the best music is that which is imperfect because perfect music is not human music. That's enough for me. Of course, we all forget the uh, Japanese aesthetic principle of Wabe Sabe, which okay. embraces the perfection in imperfection. Oh, in imperfection. The beauty of the non-beautiful. Right. The perfect symmetry of the non-symmetrical. Right. The Japanese sound very pretentious. Oh, yeah. You should see their food. I'm a big fan, though. <laughs> that's that's what I went to school for. Right. For Japanese food? Yeah. Every okay. day. No. Was that what they were selling at York? There's actually... There was a place. I'm and sure there was. The worst sushi. Uh, also, the worst... Uh, the, okay, the worst food restaurant experience I've ever had in my life. This right. This is genuine. This isn't just a sort of story. This is true. It was at a shawarma falafel place in okay. York, in York Lanes, right. like student food court. I ordered a falafel, and right. they had a special. It was like three fifty, so mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting like the Cadillac of falafels. But right. I wanted food. Yep. So the guy takes like an obviously like open and day beaten bag of falafels. Like they're all just, it's all just really bad looking. Yeah. They're all yep. Falling apart and mm-hmm. stanky. He takes this old, <laughs> like already crusty pita, and he puts them in. He gets a little like a little slop of, of everything, the hummus, the china, the tomatoes, and everything. Yes. And then he fucking puts it in the microwave <laughs> in front of me. Like no, no taking it to the back. He just puts it in for like fifteen seconds, and then fucking crosses his arms, just stands there, and kind of looks at his watch, looks at me. Like, yes, how's it going? And then, like, it beeps, <laughs> he just takes it out, wraps it in a napkin, and he's like, gives it to me. Wraps like, it in a napkin, yeah. not like a foil no, or just a not, fucking yeah. napkin that's now stuck to the hummus. And, yeah. like, oh, my God, it was just the worst. When you nuke a pita, it just becomes chewy. Yes, so, I know. Uh, I, maybe you don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's... Are you from there? Yeah, uh, no. Have you had shawarma? No, I haven't. Do you know what shawarma is? I was on York University grounds once for probably about half an hour. That was all you could take? I was going somewhere else and there was a bus transfer there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason to do that. I was on my way out to Vaughn or, or Woodbridge or whatever it was. The bus driver was very, very helpful. I spent four years subwaying and busing, commuting to that place. Three buses a day, both ways. I leave there. Not a year later, they build a goddamn subway station there. That don't even matter to them. Oh, you know, it's a good thing you're gone. It's a good thing, isn't it? It's a rough one. It's a good thing you're gone. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive and Scottish, and you just shit you, all over what I have to say. Those two things don't go together. You can ask anyone <laughs> in my family. Well, you know, 
It's, it's like being, you know, generous in Dutch. <laughs> Actually, being generous in Scottish. Well, that's notoriously you know? stingy in, in Speaking Europe. to both of your eth- ethnicities. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> someone at uh, a workplace a couple years back pointed that out and yeah. in a very extremely, like, <laughs> pretty much racist way. He just kind of came up to me and there was no subtlety about it. It was just... Oh, it's funny because Jews and Scottish people in Europe were like cheap, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you're gonna thanks, man. Scale that back a little bit. <laughs> thanks, man. Why don't you just show up at a at a oh at a synagogue in like Glasgow I had and just, just put walk the in? Fucking gold. I was counting away and catch my breath. <laughs> the fucking nerve! And I exhaled on my giant nose. It just. I like blew myself out of the goddamn room. With now I voice. have to tell you that affects me personally. Uh, <laughs> I, had, uh, I had that experience most Jewish people will have at, at Hanukkah last year. Okay. Or I think it was two years ago where I was Find teaching it. Claudia right. how to play dreidel. Okay. And dreidel's a really fun spinning top game. I, I Yes. <laughs> if you teach millennials, you just refer to Beyblade and everyone okay. gets it. Right. Okay. For a lot of people, you get to that point where you have to explain that it's an entirely betting-based game with right. gold coins okay. that we teach children, and right. it just the stereotypes hits you hard. Right, it's it hits really you right in the face. And when you're teaching someone, there's, there's something like, like how do you how do you go into that and sort of say, and so you 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 gamble, so you gamble with gold as a child in a Jewish house. No, but it's chocolate, so it's fine. Yeah, but. Wait. This came. This came from something, right? And like, it's rough too. It's like it's so you know. I don't. I don't want to go there. And I love my people, the, the chosen peeps and such. Right. But if anyone was to design like a four-sided unfair gambling game, we would have done it that well. It was great. Like well, you know, one of the sides is you get everything. That's okay. great. Nice. Right. One side is you get half of everything. Right. One side is you get nothing. Yep. And one side is you have to put some shit in there. Right. So it's really it's cutthroat, man. Yeah, very little room for uh, for anything. For yeah, but you got to believe that some I was, people are stashing up their sleeves. See, and, I was ex- I didn't know how many players this was. Because were shifty. I didn't know how many players this was because I thought this was maybe a two player game, in which case you would have any to... amount of people. Okay. The, the expression "it takes a village" was actually created for the amount of people that can play. I don't know that I believe that. Yeah, Marshall McLuhan, big Beyblade guy. Right. Yeah. It's four sided wooden Beyblade. Have you read his biography? December. Have you have you read it? I've not. Yeah, no. it's in there. Okay. <laughs> Just look at chat. Well, I mean, you know, as a Dutchman, um, I, I had a friend uh, who was also Scottish and Jewish, Jewish, you know, from Sorry St. Catherine. Well, you know, he was he was a he was a bit of an asshole, but anyway. <laughs> okay. um, one time, he and I and an Indian friend of ours were sitting and having Ooh, wings. Yeah, well, you know, well, you know, you got to be diverse in Canada. It's, it's important. It's necessary. It's required. Anyway, um, we're sitting at a bar. We're just having fun with with sort of our ethnic makeup. And I said to them, well, "I bet you I could have cheap all all of you, like both of you." And one's like, "Well, I'm Jewish and Scottish. I don't know what you have on me." And the other says, "Well, I'm Indian. What can you possibly do to me?" And I said, "Okay, all right, fine." So how many ply toilet paper do you use? Three, two, or one? They both said one. Okay. So how many sides of each ply do you use? What do you mean how many sides? Well, do you wipe on one side and then flip it over the next time to make sure that you stretch that shit out? Literally. Literally. And I had him on that one. Now, to be fair, Dutch people don't do that. We're not animals. Like, um, Like the English. Yeah, no, it's easy to, to blame the English. 
Actually, uh, we'll become a citizen of the UK, which is kind of cool. You will? Yeah, my brother... Uh, so my dad's born in Scotland. So okay. My, my brother recently claimed his citizenship right. by way of my dad. And apparently it's a very easy process. Right. And uh, my dad's, uh, as we call, big old piece of shit. So he had to be uninvolved in the process for it to be plausible for me. And apparently he is absolutely irrelevant to it. You can just okay. claim it. Right. Okay. Which is lovely. So I could walk in and say that I am the son of Chaim Harris and... They would give me a citizenship. Yeah, to, I think to, he had more of a Scottish name because okay. they were uh, some of them were Glaswegian and Glaswegian. some of them were from Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Yeah, either Edinburgh or Sorry, Glaswegian. There's this, this sort of West European coming through me because I say, I hear Edinburgh and then I hear Edinburgh, which is sort of you know it's it's uh, not it's not just, it's not German, but it's not Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Now, to be fair. People who people who don't know much about the Dutch would say, "Oh, they're so they're like kind of German." You know? Aren't they? Isn't that Dutch land? Don't they have that? Isn't that the same? I'm confused. <laughs> and it's not because <laughs> Look, I'm just, I gotta because, say it, it isn't okay. <laughs> because German is much easier to understand. Dutch. I took I took a semester of German, and I know my way around the language already. I have grown up in a house where Dutch got thrown around every now and again. And I got to tell you, I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know what... Like, my dad said something to me once, and my sister, we were sitting on the backyard, and he said something to me, like, in Dutch, he said something like, we have to go to the doctor's house. And my sister and I burst out laughing because we could not take this language seriously, it's considering how story. it sounded. It's like, how am I supposed to take that seriously? It sounds ridiculous. Can you... And like obviously now you built it up. I want to hear like uh, doctor. Like, yeah, like, yeah, because it's worse than the Swedish chef, you sorry, know. I don't know. Yeah, we go to the doctor. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's um, like oh. the way they used to tell the difference between German uh, German like infiltrators into the Dutch resistance and actual Dutch resistance uh, was they used to sort of make you say the h the h sound because the Germans don't actually do that. So there's a set, there's 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 a word sense. yeah they just they just show up and shoot everybody. <laughs> oh fuck! They found me. Well, I'll just kill everyone then, I suppose. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, so we'll let you be alone on that. Yeah. Answer. So anyway, uh, uh, there's a saying that my dad used to say to my mom every now, which is "sachesvat," which is to say something. He would say "sachesvat" taking your kids, which is. It sounds like a. Something in parcel tongue. Well, it, <laughs> it yeah, like so, yeah. He needs that to open the chamber. Well, see, I guess what happened is, uh, <laughs> I guess what happened is J.K. Rowling went down to Holland and she was like, "I got to do something with this. I, this, this needs using." But yeah, sucks about taking your kids is. Yeah, see, you're already laughing. I've got, I've got what, like six words in Dutch to you. Um, How did you guys make such good ovens? Well, you know. <laughs> When you live in the swamp like that, oh, other other fun uh, Dutch trivia: uh, the French are called frogs derogatorily, right? Yes. But um, the Dutch actually were the original frogs because we live in actually very swampy lands. And then for some reason, the French saw that and went, "Well, we cannot have let them have that. That is perfect for us. We are frogs. We laugh like frogs." Oh, oh, oh. You know, and so they stole it from us. Well, this dirty I'm surrender. I always like learning new things. I'm right. really happy that I got to learn something, but I, I wouldn't advertise that France beat you or took anything from you in general because that just is weak sauce. Well, it, yeah, but it's 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 like they it's like they sidled into it. It's not like they showed up and said we will you know we'll kill you all unless you let us have your slur. So flipped for us, we have 
likely to jump into a pond. Open our mouths very wide. There's a German. Oh, everyone into the pond. <laughs> you just see droves of French people. Like, everyone. of danger. Into the pond. Just diving into water. And then they poke up their heads. We will be safe here. Yeah. <laughs> I would say like ostriches when they bury their head because you know I love ostriches. Right. I I heard that's a myth. I don't know who was arguing with this. Somebody was. was Why do you love ostriches? Honestly, I think there's something so magnificent about them. Right. They're just so surreal looking. Right. And I bucket list very close to the top is to be able to ride one. See, my thing about ostriches is you have those wings that they have, which have these giant pluming feathers that look amazing. And, you know, back in the day of, of like the colonial times, I'm sure there were people who would, you know, like, like, um, the aristocrats and stuff like that, they demand stuff like aristocrats. Anyway, uh, they would demand that these colonial sort of forces, by the way, make sure you get some ostrich feathers because those things are just, oh, I wear one to the ball and I am knee deep in pussy. Like it's, I think. That was what they used to say. Right. But so for an ostrich, he's got those lovely plumes sticking off his side and on his body. And then you go above like the top of his chest and beneath his ass, and all you get is just raw, unadulterated chicken skin. And that, that for me, is a bit of a thing. Like, why did you... Okay, guys... firstly, they're like crazy, lean, athletic super legs. That yeah. capable of, like, kicking a lion to death. I see. Fact. Yes, I understand that. And, yeah, do I wish they were covered in anything at all for feathers? Yes. And mm-hmm. it's a little weird. They're like super swole bird legs, and I'm not comfortable with that. But I want to ride one. I think it'd be fucking awesome. It would be crazy cool. It would be like, apparently there is a notch to put your legs in. Like right. They're, they're rideable in a yeah. comfortable way. And then I think if we had a bond powerful enough one day when we're, I don't know, I imagine we're being chased. That's why we're running through the jungle. You and I? You can have your own ostrich, uh, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Can, you know. I prefer a horse, actually. Thank you. Okay. Well, then you, you'll be on a horse and yeah. you'll have trouble with this. No, 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 no. Because there's a jump coming up. Right, okay. And when, when I bonded with this ostrich enough, when we make that jump, he'll, he'll then, then be able to fly a little I'd bit like, I'd like to just change to clear my the gorge. I see. So I'm worried about you on a horse. Then I would like to change my horse to a tiger. Because those guys, like, they're... Leap, know, they leaping, crazy leap. I'll give you Leaping that. is a thing for tigers. You not, not just you have to get over stuff. You have to, like, leap out of the grass silently onto the gazelle. Okay, if you could make any animal rideable. That is to say, like, one that... Isn't you traditionally... A, you can't make, like, an ant suddenly huge for you to okay, ride. But you can right. make, like, a very large dog... I mean, anything that you naturally could right. throw well, I think I'd on. stick with tiger because yeah. the other options are things like elephant and it's like, well, that's already happening, you know? Yeah, and Hannibal fucking lost, man. Right, lost yeah. yeah. No, I got you, I got you. Um, it took me a second because I thought you were making a, a like the Silence eating, of the Lamb. Yeah. yeah. Put the fucking lotion on the basket! No. I'm not gonna, not gonna do that. Speaking of baskets, I've never seen shoes stored like that. That's cool. To be fair, um, it's, it's, you know... For you listeners who are so intently curious as to what he's talking about, there is a wicker basket about two and a half feet wide, or uh, sort of long, and a foot and a half wide, and about a foot deep. That's filled nearly to the brim with different kinds of shoes. shoes. I'm not entirely sure. Bah, 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 bah. There's there's what I assume are wedges and heels and flats some and pumps. Big old box of lady shoes. Some what? Some big old what? Big old box of lady shoes. Box of lady shoes. I thought you meant Barcelona shoes. And I was like, what are you box talking about? Box of Barcelona shoes. Barcelona shoes. I've never heard of those before. 
Flip-flops also, um, maybe a couple of slippers buried down there. The cat has been lying on them and I think playing around with some Yeah, the cat's been sleeping in it amongst yeah. the shoes, digging amongst the shoes, which yeah. has been adorable, but very distracting during the recording of this. During our conversation. Yeah. So Stan Lee passed away. That was very unfortunate. And I think we're both a little, uh, both a little bummed about it. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, there's been a piece that came out, I think, in the CBC about how he was trying to get an actual, like, CBC series about an indigenous boy who develops powers That's off cool. of the ground, which I think is really awesome. And he develops power. Oh, he's trying to get the show off the ground. Yeah, the, about the boy who develops powers. Yeah, 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 and yeah, he's a levitating, uh, you know, Inuit boy or something. Cool. I don't know, but anyway, um, very cool. Still good enough, right? Like, how high can he levitate though? Like maybe three, four inches. Like if it's that That's much, like, then that, it's you know, it's, if you if you can't levitate more than a couple of feet, I mean, fuck off. Yeah, what's the, point? the hell out of here? Uh, that's my superpower. It's just like, yeah, but you're only like five foot nine. I so. can attack you with a step ladder. Yeah, you know, not even. I, who needs a step ladder? You're like four or five inches off the ground. Oh, okay. Even me, like I think I could still stand up straight on the TTC. That is the phone. And I think pizza's arrived. Yes, it has. We'll call it there. Yeah, I think so. 